Well, good. Oh, it's going to be a big night tonight. Hit that curtain. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Tune in, swivelers. I got a treat for you. A new song. Go, go, boom, boom. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and... Eep, up, or uh, uh, eep. Fucking Jet Screamer, man. He's the, the best. Yes, it's a uh, Jetsons reference. It is, actually. Judy Jetsons' rock and roll boyfriend. <sighs> That's how we start. Yes, welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. This is Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. That, with the wonderful sigh, that would be Rhiannon. Hi. <laughs> and then way out in the land where he, he actually will take a shower just to test out his iPhone, water, um, whatever reason we can get him in there. Water resistance. So we got him in. That's Skipper Dick Ritchie out in San Diego. Or today it's Jet Screamer! <laughs> Is it too late only, to quit? Only yeah. Skipper Dick Ritchie would waste water to test out the iPhone. I wasn't, I, that was actually a real shower time. That wasn't even wasting water. Hmm. Right? So you were just going to film while you're taking a shower? I, Are you sending this to someone? I uh, sent it to Twitter. I put it on Twitter's. The theme park bachelorette, perhaps? Oh, hello. <sighs> if she'll take it, I will send it. Gross. That's exactly uh. what she said, I bet. <laughs> Gross. Hey, you made it to the final four. You're doing pretty good. 
So uh, we, we found out uh, this week, apparently Rhiannon might be allergic to jellyfish. Is this correct? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? No, seriously, I wanted to, you mentioned this right before we went on the air. I wanted to see. You you actually picked up a jellyfish with your hands? Yeah. I thought everybody was allergic to jellyfish. That's why they sting. Well, no, this. So, okay. I was handling two different kinds of jellyfish. One is an upside down jellyfish. So they exist upside down. So it's very easy to pick them up because you just yeah. scoop them up on the underside where they don't sting you. The other kind was a regular jellyfish. So you have to be more careful because you have to like kind of cup them from the top and go whoosh and flip them upside down. What are you talking about cupping from the top? Yeah. What? What are we I'm also about? allergic to you. That's not a lie. <laughs> so yes, I was handling multiple jellyfishes and drinking a lot and getting more sun than I probably should as an Irish person. And there was also a lot of mosquitoes. And so all I know is I came back from Sandbar Sunday with hives. And oh. I don't really know what happened. I kind of blacked out, went to sleep, woke up the next morning, and it was even worse. And I, I don't know what happened. That sounds miserable. So, I'm allergic to fun. Nah, that's that a shame. It. That's a shame. That explains it. Speaking of being what allergic else? to fun... We, should we just start off with Outrage of the Week? Oh, uh, sure. It's Outrage of the Day. Have you been paying attention to this? Apparently oh they took the sign down from the Tower of Terror over in your neck of the woods, Skipper to Gritchie. I know. People over are having night. a heart attack over that thing. They, yeah. They took the sign down that says Hollywood Tower of Terror, and now it's just a, a building. So what are, your, what are your thoughts on this, Skipper to Gritchie? I think that they took a sign down. Like... You know, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that torn up about it. I, um, I think well, you the ride. It's coming. Well, right, you know yeah. it's coming. The ride is still there, but we know that that's ending uh, soon, also. So, right. and and everybody's like, oh, Disney doesn't care about theming anymore. Disney doesn't care about story. And I'm like, all they did was take down a sign. Um, what they do have at the bottom that's actually really cool is a bunch of like areas to take pictures with like uh, the Bauman carts and like old luggage and so you you know it's kind of like they're starting to clear out the hotel anyway, right? Um, and I actually think it almost looks creepier without the sign. Like it's just it's like now it just looks like an old building. Like I kind of feel like the sign was a little too new for yeah for the but mm. yeah I. I and and people were well, like, some people even thought that it was going on at studios in Florida, and I'm like, no, relax. Yeah, no, I have actually one of my my dearest friends um, who lives in Orlando, and her favorite ride is Tower of Terror, and so when she heard the rumor, she thought it was also yeah. Orlando, and she was legit, not just Twitter outrage, but actually legit. Like, I will not renew my annual pass if Tower of Terror goes away. That's how important it is to her. Yeah. It really is a lot of people's favorite ride, too. Like, it really is. It's a great ride. I'm excited about the new one just because I want to see, you know, what it's like. And then you do it, and you're like, okay, I'm done. Flip it back now. I don't know. I I, I, I really like... Holiday overlay? Well, no, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I think it'll be fun. Like, if they do it right, it could be fun. 
I um never seen I find it. Like, Don't care. One thing I find funny is the outrage. Really, that I, I, it's coming from a lot of places, but one of them is that um, it's being done while the ride is still operating. You know, they're like, why are they doing this? And it's funny because it's the exact opposite of the heat that Disney's Hollywood Studios took for closing something before they were ready to tear it down. So they literally did the opposite and are getting just as much shit over that. Yeah. There's, it's, it's kind of a no-win situation. It is. Because mm. people are just aren't happy. A lot of people aren't happy this is happening, so there's nothing they can do, right? I don't... I don't know. Whatever. It is... It, yeah, so they're taking it down. I mean, it's something, again, like Rhiannon said, I think brought up the best point, and that's, this is not, we already knew this was happening as far as the ride going away. So this doesn't really, this part is not that outrageous. Um, I don't know. I think you also have to take into consideration the audience. I mean, we knew, because we're part of Disney Twitter sphere, if true. you're the average visitor who shows up expecting to go on your favorite ride and all the signs gone, what are you going to do? I, I mean, I would probably walk over and be like, oh, cool, the ride's still here. Yeah. Well, not for long. Not for long. But you know uh, what I mean. Like, if the people yeah. who actually were bitching on Twitter are people who knew, then I judge them. If they're people who are the lay people that show up occasionally and aren't part of the in the know crowd, then I don't judge them as much. I judge them all. Yeah, I was like, well, today, yeah, that too. Yeah, I was thinking today what would have made this so much better is to fit in. I was just thinking this um, the story because to me, when you go to these parks like Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom or um, California Adventure, like the story of the park to me is so um, part of one of my favorite parts. And I don't know why. I really, really wish they would have said what they what they did was the Guardians of the Galaxy bought the old rundown hotel and kind of made it their headquarters. So almost like they just kind of convert it so in the story it... So, yeah, you don't know... You've never seen the movie, though, right? No. Yeah, that... Neither have I. That's not at all within... That wouldn't work? (laughs) No. Why couldn't that work? Because they guard the galaxy. They don't actually live on Earth. Where's this place? This is not gonna... This doesn't exist on Earth, this place? No. Where does this thing that they're building but exist? But isn't Earth in the galaxy? Oh, yeah, for sure, but they don't spend any so. time. And, and just to make it clear, it's called Terra in the movie. That's Earth. And, uh, All right, yeah, you've this lost place me. Does not I no longer care. All right, well, I, I'm less excited. Yeah, I was hoping maybe we could somehow run it in. I know that she doesn't care, but I feel <laughs> like if you got into this whole Marvel Universe, you'd really dig it. Probably. I just don't. I literally. Now we're talking. I was talking to somebody, Scott, about this today. All of a sudden, I've got this whole list of like 15 movies. I mean, now we're talking 30 hours of movies. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't watch that many movies. That's just a long. I, I'm not against it. When the girls want to watch this stuff, I'll start watching it. That's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. I just. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't watch that many movies. Um. So anyway, that's what's going on over there. Let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie. What do you. I, speaking. You. Going along the same line. I've never heard of this Doctor Strange. Tell me about this. And there's a, possibly a new character coming to Walt Disney World, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is coming to Walt Disney World. Um, not to be confused with Doctor Strange Love. Definitely that not Doctor awesome. Strange Love. Okay. Definitely, oh, not, that? definitely not Doctor Strange Love. I'm sorry. Or how I learned to stop caring about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so this is another, though. This is another Marvel character, right, Skipper? Right, right. It's another Marvel character, and it's kind of a big deal because of the fact that they're not even supposed to really have Marvel characters. 
Um, but Disney keeps on kind of uh, poking the bear, I guess it's the best way to say it. Pushing the envelope? Yeah, to see uh, to see what they can do. And um, So when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, they had... They didn't have a character meet and greet, but they did have characters from Guardians of the Galaxy at one of the nighttime events. And now they're actually going to do an entire, um, like one of those 10-minute previews like they've done with like Star Wars and some of the other Disney movies. Yeah, They're actually going to do that with uh, Doctor Strange in the parks. And it's not a big deal out here on the West Coast because we don't have the weird rules that they do. Yeah. But apparently they're going forward with it in Universal, or uh, I'm sorry, Walt Disney World. Uh, so they're kind of, kind of up in arms about how it's gonna, how Universal's gonna react to that. I mean, I guess I was always under the impression that basically the traditional characters that they have at Islands of Adventure are the ones that are protected. Is that not right? I mean, like so you're talking like Spider-Man and the, like the main ones, the Hulk, Captain, and the Hulk the and Captain America, and that. So I guess that they have, um, like. It's part of the team also, so, like, they have X-Men, which includes, like, Wolverine and, you know, all the people like that. But then they also have an Avengers thing, and there was a moment in comic book history where Doctor Strange was part of the Avengers. Mm. So, you know, there's there's that. And, and, I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, you're starting to see more of, like, the Marvel merchandise in the parks. And, oh, for uh, sure. You know, you, you can buy like cl- shirts and toys and all these things that uh, I guess are technically not supposed so to bored. be. <laughs> That's just, I find that interesting because they, they're talking possibly about that could be what's coming to Epcot then is more of this Guardians of the Galaxy or other, or other uh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you. Whether you like it or not, Are grumpy you killing pants my over happy there. place. You don't even I know. Go. You you spend all your time at Epcot drinking. So So do you. Right, so I'm not bitching about it. <laughs> so it it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think this um uh it feels like the it feels like they're obviously gonna go with anything that is not currently at Universal, they're gonna try to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be interested okay. to see if they even uh you know, go past that, and like I almost feel I, I read. There's another article that that's uh, that I read about Disney kind of doing this and what's going on, and um, and they talk about how it's there's no benefit to Universal to like even go to the table, you know, to negotiate, you know, a payment or anything because it's in their favor. So I almost feel like what Disney's doing is. Just pushing the bounce until yeah, they say, get around it. Right. Well, until Universal says, like, hey, you can't do this anymore. And then that's going to be Disney going, like, okay, so we, now we need to go to court and figure out what we can do. Right. So I, I can I, see that. Yeah. Actually, make, a, make, it, make it a deal so it can right. go to the next level. Like, you don't want to come and deal because it's, it's not to your benefit. So we're just going to keep doing whatever we want until you force us right. to deal. It's never really been addressed. So, right. So, address it. Interesting. I mean, this is going to be interesting to watch over the next few years. Rhiannon, here's a character that you might be more interested in. Finally. The Coca-Cola polar bear. Okay, fuck you. What? No, no, no Coca-Cola polar bear? It's going to be debuting at Disney Springs. I thought you'd be a little more excited about the Coca-Cola bear. You could go meet him. Did you? 
Did you? A little bit. I, I think it's just the bear that they took out of... Um... <laughs> Maelstrom? <laughs> they took out of Maelstrom. And it's not oh the bear God. that apparently waves at you. Ugh. It really is, though. The picture they have here on the Disney Parks blog of the bear... It is like the. It's really not a high quality costume of the bear. Oh no, no, not at all. It's kind of. It's not. It really is. It's definitely like Six Flags quality for sure. I almost feel like they spent more money on the Coca Cola scarf than they did on the entire bear costume. Yeah, like. Yeah, this whoever's in this picture with him looks happy, but um, he definitely is a unique looking. Um, he's not as bad as the bubble gump shrimp that's at Universal City Walk, though. He's oh, pretty bad. I never, I've never seen that. Yeah, there's a universe. There's a bubble gump shrimp guy, and he is really creepy. That is so, awesome. Coca Cola Bear is above above bubble gump shrimp guy, but not by much. Wow. So you're not so not I'm at really all setting the bar there. Not really. No, you, you're not going to go. Do you at least like the Christmas ad where he like does that little like? No? I used to. Now I don't. <laughs> oh. Dude, oh, Outrage of the Week Part 2, Skipper Nick uh, Ritchie. Uh-oh. How do you feel about this uh, Moana Halloween costume, which came out this week? They made the guy that The Rock is. What's the character's name? Maui? Maui. And they made a Maui. Well, he was a Hawaiian costume. god. It's not whether it's original or not. Like, that's part of the story. Well, I'm sorry. I was not familiar with the storyline. The character is the Hawaiian god, or the guy's named after the Hawaiian Both. god? The character oh, is wait. the Hawaiian god, Maui. Okay, fine. 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 Well, anyways, oh it's played by... It's, that jellyfish it's made... really pissed you off. <laughs> jellyfish will do that again. Yeah, no shit. You need an anemone. <laughs> yeah, see what I did? <laughs> So apparently, uh, the, the 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 charge is now since it's made it that they've made a racist brown skin Halloween costume. That it's because they made it brown skin that it's a racist costume. And the kid, I mean the kid that's wearing it in the picture is appears to be he would appear to be look very much like a character, possibly Hawaiian. Right. So it's interesting. Like, what what are your thoughts on this, Skipper? So I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think my my thoughts are who cares. Like it's fine. Uh, but I also uh, reached out to a friend of mine that lives in Hawaii to get their take on it. And this is what this is the, the conversation. I'm going to read it to you exactly. I wrote hey, as, hey, as before a, you start. I have to do the it's a three o'clock parade exclusive. Exclusive. Boo, boo, boo. So oh, I wrote God. as a native Hawaiian. How do you feel about Moana and the child's Maui costume? She wrote back, I'm not Native Hawaiian. I'm Japanese and Caucasian. <laughs> All right. Good exclusive there. Good so guy. So then I Good said, job, oh, my huge mistake. I'm sorry. And she says, but to answer your question, the people that I know that are Hawaiian or Polynesian have no problem with the Moana movie, especially since Disney got a girl from Hawaii to play her. I responded, cool, thanks. And then she sent me a digital touch message from her phone to my phone. That sounds dirty. Oh, it's dirty. All right. I enjoy digital touch. That is. I love the way that that started. That's my favorite. First right? off, 
I'm not a native Hawaiian, jackass. Yep. That's like I have I have an aunt I can do that with. She was born and raised in Hawaii, but she is half Japanese, half Caucasian. So I can try that again. Caucasian? Just in case. <laughs> oh, so bottom line is there's a new... I mean, the, the, the thing, I guess, what's their other option? Just make it literally? Because his costume, other than doing the skin... Because the tattoos, really, I think, are what they're trying to pull off with the, uh, the costume. He's, he's literally, like, tatted from... Yeah, he's like it's a... Print. It's a lose-lose situation because if you made the costume Caucasian with the tattoos, people would be like, what the fuck? He's Hawaiian. Yeah. But if you make it tanned skin, then suddenly it's... I, yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, so I, I asked another person here in California that used to be from Hawaii that has brown skin. Because that seems to be the whole thing. Is do these brown skin people... Feel offended. And uh, her response was, I'm not offended, but they should have made the costume transparent with just the tattoos so that, you know, whatever color skin is underneath, that's what you would see. And then I reminded her that this is a little kid's costume (laughs) and that parents probably wouldn't want their kids running around basically naked underneath or wearing a saran wrap costume and she realized that that was crazy so she said yeah that's fine the the costume's fine the way it is so mm-hmm. i think it's just one of those we're not going to please everybody but aside from i want to do this more where we where we find somebody to for every every week i want to find people to represent a story that we that, that are not at all involved that can, like, speak can we... or speak for an entire group of people, and they're sort of yeah. Semi- let's yeah. let's look at um you know a Cinderella costume being worn by an African American child and be like whoa whoa Cinderella was white. What do you think you're doing? I mean, come on. That's some epic. <laughs> they're kids. That's like let them. Lady. We should definitely go confront people in the parks with this. Is what we should do. Let kids have fun and and identify with whatever they want to explore. No, Shit. we must be, we must be outraged. We must be. Oh, outraged. sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. All right, um, remember now. Speaking of outrage, oh, this is not really outrage. This was an interesting article, the skipper that you found, which was really asking, are tickets to Disneyland too expensive? And they were comparing it to other types of entertainment. And, like, how do you guys feel about this comparing it to other types of entertainment? Like, for example, uh, tickets to an NFL game would be, like, $110 for about three hours. A Broadway show, about $100 for two, three hours. A concert can be, like, around $100 to $150 for three hours. Do you, do you get these direct comparisons? How do you feel about that? I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing that I always – when people ask me, you know, why do you spend so much to go to Disney – I usually, the next time they're going to a concert, I'm like, hey, how much did you guys spend to go see whatever? And then when they tell me, I'm like, man, that that would have paid for your annual pass, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then I explain, you know, I explain to them that usually, especially for people on vacation, if you're going to Disney for a full day, you're getting, what, 10 hours of, of entertainment um, that's all high-quality professional entertainment. So you're spending like 10 bucks an hour. As opposed to going to an NFL game where you're spending, I don't know, thirty or forty bucks an hour. So, 
I thought it was an interesting article. It is. I think what I think gets when it comes to theme parks, what really sets it apart and why I think people think, oh my God, it's so expensive, especially when it comes to Disney land or Disney world is you're usually doing like three, four, five days in a row where that shit adds up because it's really the food and everything. Cause it, you do so many in a row when like, you don't typically go to like five NFL games in a week. Well, I think that's what I think makes it happen. What I think the difference is, is the child factor. Because I think that typically a concert, a uh, comedy show, even sporting events, yeah, you can bring your kids, whatever. But typically, those are kind of like date night activities, whatever. It's like you're an adult, you do that, and you feel it's yeah. worth the cost. It's like a rare thing. Whereas I feel like the majority of people, not us, obviously, um, look at a Disney trip as something you're doing for the kids, not for you, but for the kids. And so, suddenly to justify that cost for something to do to entertain your children puts it in a different category. Then oh. I, as an adult, am going to a concert for a band I really like, uh, leaving the kids with the babysitter. Well, so and, think- yeah, going along that same thing, but it also, it, that using your same line of thinking, it also, like, multiplies the cost as well. Because, like you said, if you and Mark go to a concert, that's, you know, two times 100, that's $200. But if you took four people, like a family of four, now that's $400. So, yeah, it, it exponentially makes it more expensive, too. Right. But I just think the people complaining about the cost are typically people who don't look at a Disney vacation as something that they would do without children. I think the adults that enjoy going to Disney as adults without kids aren't the people complaining about the price. Yeah. Generally speaking, obviously think- there are exceptions to the rule. Of course. I don't so do you like but do you like think of that that way ever Rihanna, when you're thinking about the pricing like Oh, like justify it based on comparing it to a concert or anything like that? Yeah, constantly. I mean, I look at everything. Like, even, you know, going to the Keys last weekend, you know, it's like, okay, well, I was in the Keys and that was fun, but I spent as much on that hotel room as I could have at the Wilderness Lodge. It actually was the exact same price that I paid the Wilderness Lodge the weekend before. And food wise, Granted, I have an annual pass. I have tables in Wonderlands. So that helps, but it, honestly, it was equal price-wise. If you mm. take out the annual pass and yeah. tables in Wonderland <laughs> discount, um, but yeah. So yeah. it's an interesting it's an interesting thought on what um, what those things are. Um, I lost my list here. Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, but, like, you know, even our other main vacation go-to is New Orleans. And with Mark, I fly for free, and he has points. So, basically, we fly for free. But once you pay for the hotel and dining out everywhere and drinks and yada, yada, it's it's pretty much the same price as Disney. And I'm not saying that one is better than the other. It's just I enjoy both equally, so I'm not going to sit there and bitch about the prices of Disney because, really, it's the same as going to New Orleans. Yeah, I think that's what makes it, too. Is you can't, it's hard to make these, unless you equally enjoy concerts and Disney and sporting events, it's hard to compare them because yeah. you're not, you just don't have that same feel about them. Um, like, for me, concerts, I do enjoy concerts occasionally. I like live music more than I like big bands, you know, but... 
it, I, I have a hard time. If somebody's coming and I see tickets for like $98, I really do struggle to justify that because it isn't that important to me. Yeah, I mean, we were actually looking at um, the same group of friends that we went to the Keys with. We had talked about going to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans um, Halloween weekend. And once we started adding up the price of not only the plane tickets and hotels and meals, but the actual tickets to the festival, we kind of said, yeah, this isn't doable. Whereas yeah. Disney would be more doable. So, yeah, Music festivals get expensive, for sure. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of planning your Disney trip, Skipper DeGritchie found a different article that was talking about... Um, <laughs> which, was this from the California paper, Skipper? Um, Out in Orange County Register? Oh, Orange County Register. I don't... Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. that's... So it's saying in Orange that, County. Any yeah, Orange it's County. It's saying that, Rhiannon, and, and, and see, I think you might agree with this. It's saying that planning your Disney World vacation is like a military operation. <laughs> it is, and I love it. <laughs> I know. You're the person that Skipper thought of first because of your spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was all like, I'm going to definitely put this up. She's going to love this. This is going to be her. Eat this up. Well, and I agree. Sorry, I, actually, I didn't read it. Oh, well, I enjoy the planning of my time at Disney and other vacations as well. But I enjoy the planning almost as much as going. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like It's like daydreaming, kind of. Yeah. No, I completely agree. But I, I can respect the fact that they're... There are type A people, which I am, and there are type B people, and they don't enjoy that. So I can respect that, and to them, all I can say is I'm sorry, because I don't really... You have to be so type B that you are so go with the flow that you will accept that this is your reality. Make the best of it! But. Um, like... Do you have any current plans to any like any weekends coming up that you're coming down that you're actually doing a lot of part time? I'm curious, like how early you actually start doing it. For me, it really varies on how serious I am about my part time. So, for example, I will be in town this weekend. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I believe I'll be hitting up uh, food and wine on Sunday. And oh, so, much better than Saturday. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I actually don't have any fast passes. Um, I do have some food booths in mind that I want to hit up. So at least I kind of did that. Um, but as far as, like, when I actually plan on going for a vacation like I did two weeks ago, um, I booked that all probably three months in advance with yeah. my spreadsheet. <laughs> well, yeah. And then there's the Skipper to Gritchie way of Wednesday – Hope you do. Oh my god, so good. Uh, well, That's I just the okay. <laughs> my whole thing is, it's just it's my personality. Like I need to know where I'm going, what's going on, what do I pack for, where do I need to be, what's going on. I need to know because if I don't know, that's what gets me stressed out, and I I get oh what's going on. And so this past weekend to the Keys like I'm going with you know two other couples that I haven't actually vacationed with before and so I didn't want to you know um, show my crazy side quite yet so I was going to let them plan it and yet I guess they kind of felt the same way so no one planned anything and so there we are like Sunday morning 
and no one knows what's going on. No one has anything planned. We know we want to like get out to the sandbar. And it's like, well, do we take kayaks? Do we rent a boat? And like we're like debating this the last minute. We start calling up companies. Everything's sold out. And it's like, this is why you plan. Wow. Well, no, and, and I agree with that part, though. Like, things that you know are going to be sold out, you got to book in advance. So, yeah, that's right. why, you know, we book the hoop to do early. We book our dinner reservations early. And for stuff like that, I'm totally agree. Um, yeah. But it's the, like, once you're, you know, once you, like, we know we're going to a park and we know what we're doing for the things that require reservations. But we do, we usually don't do, um, like the fast pass plus just because one, we never know exactly what time we're going to get there or how drunk we're going to be. But see, the thing with that is that it's free. So my argument is just fucking book it. If you don't do it, you don't do it. Who cares? You're You're not losing money. You're going to hate why I don't do it. Uh, I just don't want to take somebody else's spot. Yeah. Oh my God. Really? You can cancel it, you know? Yeah, but sure. you can then, make someone's day who's like sitting there being like, oh, is there a last minute fast pass available? Oh my God, there it is. Or I could you could make that it. person stay. Yeah, but the person. And then somebody else early. is going to book it 90 days in yeah. advance. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I definitely name more that way, though, because I, I do like to have a, I like to call it in my head like a framework. Because I want to mm-hmm. know, like, do I want, I want to start at like this park, but I do, I, like, I'm, I'm having dinner at the boathouse or whatever. So I'm going to start it, but I want to start at Magic Kingdom. So I, I just have it outlined in my head. So I call it like a framework that allows for a lot of flexibility within it. But yeah, then at least so, I have a direction that I know I'm going. Well, so I guess then in that case, Skipper, you would hate me because I am the person who will book my fast passes. And if I make them, great. If I don't, oopsie. But at least I have them oh, if no, I, I want to use them. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate you for any of that. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying that's oh. why. I'm just saying that's why I personally don't do it. Just, right. I mean, you know, you do, you do whatever you want. I would say statistically, I probably use seventy-ish percent of my fast passes. Right. I, I use a lot more now that I don't have to make three. When I used to have to make yeah. three, remember how. You, I used to only possibly use one usually. Now I can now I can only make one, which makes it yeah. so much better. Well, like for like, example, well, our, our you, don't, you only need one. Oh, you only yeah, need tier right. one. That's all you need. You don't need the, the tier two. Yeah, so for our Disney trip Sunday, our last day there, we had fast passes at Magic Kingdom and yet we also got those magical VIP fast passes from doing the um, DVC tour. And so there we were Sunday morning waiting for the bus to Magic Kingdom and it wasn't coming, wasn't coming, wasn't coming and Epcot showed up. And we're like, let's just get on the bus to Epcot and go use our VIP passes at Test Track and Soarin' and yeah. we'll, we'll go to Magic Kingdom after that. Of course, we never made it. So, yeah. I I screwed some people out of three fast passes <laughs> at Magic Kingdom, but... Oh, That's well. just the way that the system is set up right now. It, it, it kind of makes you do that sometimes because you don't want to – You like for someone like me, I do want to kind of have an idea of where I'm going that day. So I'm going to utilize the system like you said, Rian, and go, why not? I'm going to definitely make them for that day. And if I don't make them, I don't make them because – but I want to have that opportunity. So I think it's for wonder, us
statistical analysis has been done on Disney's part about the number of fast passes that aren't used and if they can actually sort of bet on that and therefore make uh. more availability than technically is there, but with the assumption that there's a certain percentage that isn't going to be used. Oh, I, I would think so. And it's got to be very difficult. I'm sure they've been working on that now. And that's one of the reasons that I think the the weight, the amount of the availability of fast passes get easier as I think they, they figure that out. Because I think at first, like with that Frozen, I would think something like Frozen, I bet like 90% of people go use the Frozen fast pass. But like at Living With The Land, it's probably 20 Right. So it's probably totally different depending on the ride. I'm probably the biggest um, abuser of Spaceship Earth. For some reason, I love Spaceship Earth, and so I always make a fast pass for it, and I probably only use it 10% of the time. Well, because on the way out of the park, you can always get on with no wait. You know, it, like later in the evening, it's always. I'm just usually rushing off to somewhere, yeah. and I just don't <laughs> have time for it. Uh. So anyways, planning, I do, that is what's nice though, is we can all do it so differently, but it does make it hard, like you mentioned, Rihanna, when you have to travel with someone else, because styles, if they don't mesh, make it very difficult. So. Well, and that's that's what I was going to say, so, Drunky with us, you know, there's, some, like, we're like a group, mm -hmm. and the majority of us don't really, like, I mean, we've been on all the rides, so if there's something new we want to ride, we're definitely going to do that, so, like, I want to go on Frozen because I haven't done that. So I'm sure that when we go to Epcot or at least one of the days that we're there, uh, you know, I'll make the trip to ride it and be like, okay, cool. I wrote it. Um, but we don't feel like the rides are not the full reason that we go to the parks. Right. Um, we just enjoy being there. So, like, we walk around and we talk shit and we buy stuff and we eat stuff and we laugh. And then we say, like, hey, let's go ride this or let's not. Yeah. Uh, Which... And so, and a lot of times it's just like, holy crap, the line's long. I wonder how long the line is at Meisner's. <laughs> right. I think that's what makes it hard. Um, like that group, it works really well because everyone is in it. But it does make it hard when somebody wants to do those things. You know, it's, it just mm -hmm. is hard to mesh people right. if they don't it, have the same yeah. talent. Um, like people, I, I talk to people online all the time. They're like, that kind of want to hang out. And I'm like, you, I'm like, you really don't want to hang out with me because I'm not going to do those things. I'm, I'm going to walk around and get beers you're not going to want to hang out with me. Like, I trust me. <laughs> I, I do oh, yeah. trust you. I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not talking about you, Rhiannon. <laughs> oh. So I haven't actually read the show notes for tonight. Um, do we have anything in there about this rumor going around based on a survey question about blackout dates after have, new rides? I did, not, I did not put it in, but we can talk about it. Well, I just feel like it's sort of topical to what we're talking about right now yeah. because this whole concept of, like, you know, all right, Frozen, that's new. I might want to do it. I might make a point to make a fast pass. And so there's this rumor going around that they might actually enact blackout dates after new things open. So, I yeah. know. Discuss. Well, it makes sense. I mean, because I read it too, that Disney put out a survey and they're saying, basically, if they would add those dates, would it make you, would you still buy the pass? Would you downgrade? And it makes sense that they're, right now the blackout dates are based on calendar, but obviously with a new ride, that changes the availability from the regular calendar. So would they then black out, let's say, for example, Disney's Animal Kingdom for two months when they open Avatar Land? My whole thing is I don't really see this happening, and the reason I feel that way is because 
so far they have not been great with announcing dates. And so if you roll out your new fast, I'm sorry, your new annual pass structure with the blackout dates as scheduled once a year, they're going to need to know which dates to black out. Therefore, they're going to need to know which dates are actually opening these rides, lands, etc. Yeah. And they don't seem to be that on the ball with that. So how are they going to manage that? Well, if it, it, my guess is if they're going to make it like if my guess is it would just be the, like the silver pass and maybe even the gold pass would then also include this extra blockout date. And they would probably put it in there that it would, they could even say like from, for two months after the opening date of whatever, they'll just put So they wouldn't even have to actually name the dates. It would just be two months after ride X opens, you're blacked out and you're signing on for that fast. I can say it again. Sorry. That annual pass, not even knowing what those dates are, but you're agreeing to not going. Right. It would probably just be for that part. But that's me. That's why I think it's ridiculous. I don't think anyone's going to say. Sure, I'll sign on for something I don't even know what I'm signing on get, for. Right. I don't know. I don't personally see it that different from the regular blackout dates. If you're willing to take the blackout dates, you'll probably also take these because you just want that cheaper annual pass. Or or maybe it will make yeah, people no, because go to the platinum. Like I I be I have oh, shit, I actually have to renew like yesterday. Um and what I What do you have now? Well, I I I had the old one. I mine was oh, the old one have. that has no yeah. Um, and so I think it actually legitimately expired today. I think it was the twentieth. Um, and so I plan to renew with the blackout dates, but only the you know Christmas week and spring break weeks. So whatever Gold level, pass. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah that one. Um, so I'm fine with not going those weeks because I don't want to go those weeks. That right. sounds miserable. But if they don't get their acts together and don't release Star Wars until September, I don't want to be blacked out the two months of September, October of whatever year. Like, I don't want to sign on for that. It would just know? be for that park, though, probably. Would well, you be, would, you, would you still do it if it was just Hollywood Studios? Would you be down for it? I, I guess it would depend on what the cost difference is, but I just... Uh, my guess it would be the same current price difference. I, I think don't know. It, my guess that, is it would just be. You get what I'm saying though? I do. Like, I'm okay not with not going Christmas week. I'm not okay with not going in September or October. Right. Yeah. But I think that would make people either decide to. Would that make Would that make you go to the Platinum Pass? No, because you can upgrade later. So I would just, you know go the safe route and if shit hit the fan and I just had to go when it was blacked out, maybe I would buy the whatever one day or something, but well, I'd be pissed off about other, it. That was one of the options is would you buy a one day single Ugh, day ticket I, to, you know, do, to go during the blackout period? I don't know. Which to me I, that sounds, that in my mind yeah. is ludicrous. So like to have the annual pass and buy a one day ticket. That I to guess, me, my brain just like short circuits at the thought of that yeah i guess it would come down to all right what's the cost difference between a one day versus just upgrading to the full mac daddy annual pass and i would have to do that math i would love to be privy to these discussions (sighs) just to hear ring everyone's necks just to see them because i would love to see the numbers too it felt like a lot of people 
downgraded to a um, one of the classes with blackout dates during this last period because the the day like the weeks leading up to and the le- the days coming out of blackouts are slammed, and then during the blackouts it's not that busy, so it feels like it a lot of people have used it. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this is something they really come up with. It feels like something they're gonna do. we lose anybody in that? Nah, we just went for a little bit of dead air. We haven't, we, we haven't had an uncomfortable silence in a long time. <laughs> Good. Speaking of uncomfortable silences, Skipper to Gritchie, what do you hear there? Uh, just your awesome fans kicking in. Oh, no, see, screw that. I hear, I hear the Canada music. And you know what, Skipper? Screw this. I want to call Char this week. But that's what I do. Really? I hear fans, too. No, Skipper, I want to do it. You get to do it every week. You get to call Char. I want to talk to Char this week. So give me, I'm, I'm doing it. Hey, Char, it's uh, Drunk at Disney here in the land of magic, Orlando, Florida. Come in. Char, Char, it's, it's Drunk at Disney. Hang up, Char. Skipper, I think something's wrong with the satellite. It's not. She's not answering. No, because you, you, you keep making it all about you. It's about her. Right? God. Here, let me take care of this. Hello, Char. Come in, Char. This is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Calling Char. Are you there? Oh, hey, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yeah, it's Char. I'm coming at you from the Disney Store Canada. Hey, glad you made it out of the Utilidoro safely. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. But I tell you what, you'd be surprised at how much of a fan Philippe is of the Purple Wall. He's got, like, a collection of pictures in front of it for, like, every single time he's been to Walt Disney World. The purple wall, huh? That's kind of weird. I mean, yeah, he's a weird guy. But actually, you know what? You don't even know the half of it. I'm pretty sure a few of those pictures that I saw were actually just him superimposed in front of a purple wall, not necessarily the purple wall. Hey, don't you be telling none of my secrets. You signed a DNR. He made you sign a DNR? Oh yeah, that's a do not release form. I'm actually legally bound from discussing the trip into the basement for 15 years without the express written consent of Philippe, the corporate stooge, and the Canadian division of the Walt Disney Company. Oh, woof. Woof is right. Now let's talk about something else, something nice. Like the return of the food and wine promo in the store. (laughs) Oh my god, yes. So once again, the Disney Store Canada is hosting the Disney Store Canada's Food and Wine Festival in the food court. We even got a cover band to come in and cover the British Invasion. But I'm Philippe. The British Invasion is the cover band. Don't bother, he does not get it. But they are the best. I also want to hold your hand. Yeah, that's a Beatles track. That's a song by the Beatles. Who are the Beatles? That music, that music in the background, that, that's the Beatles. We, oui, yes, that's the cover band. They are called the British Columbia Invasion. Skipper Dick Ritchie, this is seriously futile. His brain is literally the size of a pea. I've already tried to explain it like a hundred times. My favorite is come together. Okay, but you know that doesn't mean what you think it does, right? Like they're not talking about- Then why do the lyrics say come together right now? all over me and i'm spent so i think that's about all i can handle for today guys Ooh, yeah it's not all over me it's just over me anyway 
Bye, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Till next week, this is Char signing off at the Canadian Disney Store. What about Juicy in the car with diamonds? That's a good one, too. He's the worst. He is the worst. It's a freaking Philippe. It's not Juicy. It's Lucy, you idiot. I, I kind of like Juicy. Yeah, you would. I feel uncomfortable right now. Well, you know, I mean, that's what he's saying. Oh. He's saying that somebody's getting a little juicy in that car for some I diamonds. Okay, moving on. I want to go to the food court, food and wine festival. I like that. Yeah, get some, uh, I don't know, orange chicken. <laughs> you want teriyaki chickens? Well, it's funny, we, it's funny that she mentioned that this week because it actually did come out that there's going to be another new band coming to Epcot this fall. Ooh. Or to, to to Canada, it's like supposedly this band. It's like another Celtic rock band, um, and they're gonna uh, perform for two periods of twenty days at Epcot in October and January. So I mean, how many bands and artists has this been since they got rid of uh, off kilter? Is this like the fifth one? I mean, we had the Lumberjacks, we had the old, we had the classical music, and then we had the weird bag band and. They're really struggling to figure out what to do there. It's because Off Kilter was great. They should have just kept them. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was a staple. It was a staple. I want to get your thoughts on this, Skipper DeGritch. You put another article in here from travelandleisure.com, and it's where to find alcohol at Disneyland. Did you agree with the places that they found and the and the ideas that they had? Um... They were saying that they're trying not to break the rules. Right, right. The easy answer is they've got, you know, they're saying that at Disney, Disneyland you can get craft beers, craft cocktails, wines. And they said the easy answer, of course, is California Adventure. Right. I mean, yeah, like they, they mention a lot of the places that I have on my uh, Disneyland pub crawl. Um, and then, of course, you know, they. Uh, my, my favorite part is at the end where it says Disneyland's best ride is its tiki bar. And they're referring to Trader Sam's. Yay! Of course. Um, but yeah, you know, so they talk about mostly all the places that you can go in the hotels and the restaurants. Um, California Adventure, Downtown Disney. And uh, they don't really... Now, they, c- compare or reform me real quick. If you're in Disneyland, like if you're in front of the castle at Disneyland and getting to their Trader Sam's, how long does that take versus getting from our castle to Trader Sam's here? Is it is it close? I can't picture how far away it is. I would Like say logistically... From Castle would... to Sam's. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was say it depends on the timing of the monorail, but. Yeah, Which, I was going to say. Here, here or there? Here. Both. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't take the monorail at Disneyland. I would just walk it, but. Well, and that's, just, and that's what I'm saying. It just depends. Like, if it's during, like, parade time and it's going to be a pain to get down Main Street, then usually you run and get the monorail and drops you off um, really close to the hotel. But if it's not parade time, usually it's quicker to just shoot down Main Street and cut across downtown Disney. Um, Can you explain to me why Disneyland will not let you sit on the monorail the whole way? It just depends on how busy it is. If it's Uh. not busy, then sure, they'll let you do a round trip. But the whole idea is that it is actually transportation and not a ride. So... Well, so is Disney World, but they don't kick you off. Well, there's people waiting at Disneyland. They are waiting to get into the park. And if you're just taking a No, I trip... was in Disneyland as in, like, I 
got to Tomorrowland and they kicked me off the right. monorail. I'm like, I want to sit and ride there's it. People that want to get back to their hotel. Good for them. Walk. So you can you get off and you turn around and you get back on and then you go again. No. And, the, and like I said, that's only dependent on how busy it is. There's nobody in uh, in the queue for the monorail, then they don't care. They'll let you go again. But uh, usually it's pretty busy, so sometimes even <laughs> sometimes you have to have a monor- uh, a hotel room key to run the monorail. What? Yep. That is some bullshit. It's it's transportation to and from. Yeah, I wanted to go to and from, motherfucker. Well, get off and then get back on. No. I was saying, like, even back in the day, they added a bar. Is there still a bar there in the the station uh, at the hotel? Well, so, this thing I mean, yeah, man, you haven't been there in a really long time. So it used to no. be connected to the hotel. That area that was connected to the hotel had, like, the Monorail Cafe and yeah. uh, the Neon Cactus or Amadillo, whatever it is. And then there was actually, like, a little, like... Uh, grassy area and some shop and some shops all that stuff's gone and that's actually where downtown disney extends out a little bit further past the monorail so between the monorail and the disneyland hotel now is um amc theater like a second starbucks like you really need it in downtown disney mm-hmm. um <laughs> the espn zone the um rainforest cafe and um earl of sandwich Oh, oh so and, kind of and, one and the DVC and the DVC. Man. So yeah, there's a they 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 filled that stuff up with uh with stuff. Is it a considerable time savings to take the monorail, or do you always walk? Uh, it really like I said, it just depends on how busy the park is and if there's a parade right. going on. If there's a parade gotcha. and you're trying to get down Main Street, uh, it might be faster to take the monorail. Um, sometimes, and, and not right now because obviously the train is, is down for Star Wars, but sometimes it's faster to take the train to Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland to, uh, monorail to, um, downtown Disney just to get away from the, the parade traffic, but no parade. Then you can usually just shoot down main street and cut across and before you know it, you're there in the darkness. I want to go. Yeah. You know what, buddy? Um, on the 9th of September, you could have. I know. I watched that video of you getting off the Uber. Yeah, you and You watched you a video of him video. getting off? No. The, it's off the other the side of the shower video, baby. It's the other side no, of the shower video. It was him stepping out of the Uber and walking through the lobby of the hotel and all the way out to Trader Sam's. That was an awesome video. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was actually an Uber from, I think, almost the train station. Like, it was... No, no, it was just as I was getting to property. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, It made me want to go even more, because I saw... Because even at Disney World, that's the part, the part of, like, going through the resorts and and walk, you know, the the Polynesian. That's the part I love more. Like, I want to spend more time at the resorts at Disneyland. That's what I'm excited about. Well, and and that's what makes me laugh. I spent eight hours in Trader Sam's that day. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I want, like, a five-day trip there, and I want, like, two days in the park. Well, and... Do you want to know what my bill ended up being at Trader Sam's that day? Oh my god, I can only imagine. Uh, okay, just you, or, or did you buy drinks for the bar? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a standard rich buying drinks, even for strangers. Uh, I'd say that I'd say then you probably claim close to three hundred dollars. 
it was after tip five hundred and eighty bucks. Woo! And and then another, does that include your mug? Oh, that include yeah that that includes all the mugs. So how many mugs did you get? Um, <laughs> Still I, waiting for mine. You don't want to say? No, it's fine. So I um, I was I was kind of I bought my two as I would normally get. But then there were people that were coming. I have a the... birthday coming up. Yay. Um, <laughs> there were people that were coming in that were only buying one mug for themselves. So I was hitting them up and saying like, look, since you're only going to buy one mug, let me buy the other one. So I ended up with four mugs of my own because that's exactly how deep my uh, tiki bar is. <laughs> It'll hold yeah. four mugs deep. Um, and then... Uh, Aaron and Klaus each got a mug, and Susie and Casey each got a mug. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so but but from what I understand, uh, they are going to be re-released before Halloween. So there's one for $150 at Theme Park Connection. That is there ridiculous. Go. Don't buy it. <laughs> Just wait. Um, and uh, and Rhiannon's gonna buy it. Rhiannon's gonna buy it. It is her birthday. Maybe she can use her birthday money to buy it. All right, I want to. I want to get her question. I have a question for Rhiannon. Um, speaking of guessing prices, Rhiannon, there was I don't know right now. All I hear is robots. Oh, Rhiannon, there was an article about Morimoto and how it's go up for an award. Robots and dead air. I can hear you Hello? perfectly fine. Oh, I think she's the one that's going robot on us. Oh, uh, by myself. Oh, I, I, I did a version of that for uh, Fast Pass Plus. Yeah, exactly. You back, Rana? We lost her. Uh, did we? Let me see here. I heard a beat. We did. Let me add her back. Plus. Add. Rana. Add. Beep, boop, beep. Uh, I wonder if she dropped. Oh, if she dropped her internet. Oh, there she is. There she is. Okay. Why'd you hang up on me? You hung up on us. Yeah, you, you're like. No, you're... you hung up on me because you don't want to give me a mug. I get it. Okay. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to give you a mug. If I had extra mugs, I would be more than happy to. You had four. Yeah, that's how many it takes to fill my bar. Yeah. So you got to go visit Skipper to Richie and you can drink from it. From right. You're welcome to come over and drink from the mug anytime you want. What's well, like a timeshare mug? <laughs> no, it's like any other mug. Like if somebody goes to your house for dinner, they don't have their own personal like glass, right? Depends you on the share. person. Oof. Now, Rhiannon, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I, I guessed his bar bill. Now I have a question for you. Um, there was an article that um, uh, Morimoto was up for an award for uh, um, its design. And in the article, it listed how much it cost to transform mannequins into Morimoto. So I want to hear your guess as to how much would it cost to change mannequins into Morimoto. One million dollars. Seventeen million dollars. Okay, that was a little bit more than I would have guessed. I mean, God, you got to make a lot of money to make that up. That's crazy. I mean, I'm sure Disney did some, paid for some of that. That's actually really crazy. I mean, I was obviously kind of joking. Yeah. If I weren't joking, I probably would have guessed maybe like 
three million. So that's right. a lot more than three million. So yeah. Right. How I much mean, of that was of spent taking out the rotating dance floor? Probably ten million. <laughs> ten million dollars. It's still there. We don't know. Going down my dreams. We don't know for a fact it's gone. Ten million dollars um, ripping my dreams out of the floor. Right. Hey, I will say that, that restaurant definitely deserves uh, an award. I love the way it looks. So that brings us to a little Ask Sour Boner. Bum, 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 bum. Ask Sour Boner. Oh my god, just ask it already. A sour boner for you! For me? And you, and no. you. And you. Oh, I was hoping. I like sour. No, actually, I don't. We'll start with uh, Rhiannon on this one. There's a question from Guardians of Terror. Also, mm. Ken K. Rotwit. Ken? Ken? Crotwit. I don't know. I, it's always hard to read these. But uh, he Ken wants to know, it. Man, have, Ken have been doing it. your research? What's the best beer at Food and Wine? I have not done any research. But you Sorry. do have, you have um, an announcement, though, about uh, Canada Beer Cart, correct? Yeah. So them Canuck assholes uh, reopened and the beloved... Fendimon is back. So there you go. Everybody, you're... I, I, you're... St- I still call them assholes because they could have kept it going during the refurb. I mean, if you can keep the fucking Molson or whatever the Bud Light Canadian version is going, you could have kept the Fendimon going. So I... I don't know what happened there. So I'm still bitter, but I'm a little bit less bitter because it's back. Um, your liver also has a question, and that's uh, what excuse did you give your coworkers when they asked, "So, where'd you go on your lunch break?" And it said, "Hashtag I sat in my car and made a podcast." Um. Well, I said I was going to go sit in my car, and so one coworker accused me of being emo and grumpy. I could see that. <laughs> so I had to explain that I wasn't being emo and grumpy. I was sitting in my car by myself for an hour for bettering the universe. You weren't being extra emo and grumpy. Just the usual amount. Just the usual. Um, let's see. Adra- uh, ben Adramaday Bowers has a audio ass sour boner. Let's see. I've got to clench. Okay, get ready. My second favorite threesome. Uh, the first threesome involves. Um, forget about that. Anyway, <laughs> I just got home from work and um, picked up a post from my front door, Matt. And there's actually something addressed to you guys, which is a bit weird because I live the other side of the Atlantic. But it was addressed to you, definitely. Um, so I'll read it for you because you uh, you might want to know. Um, Dear three o'clock radio, following conversations with our evil overlords, although that looks to be crossed out and shareholders is being written down. Um, I'm pleased to be able to inform you that we're allowing you to handpick items from any of our Disney parks to enable you to build your own Disney themed home bar in whatever garage spare room dirty outhouse you choose to utilize sounds good it's important to note that your choices are limited to two seating units either from a disney restaurant one table unit likewise one piece of furniture to be used as a bar itself although remember it doesn't have to be an actual bar from one of our popular establishments and as gadgets gizmos oozits and watsits as you can fit into a single costco shopping trolley wow sounds impressive how did you plan that 
notify me of your choices so I can inform my underlings to prepare your items for collection. Lots of love and hugs and kisses, Robert A. Iger. Wow, that sounds pretty good. So, um, what are you going to go for? What are you going to pick? Seats, table, bar, and stuff to stick on the walls. Let's know. Bye. I'm sorry, I got lost in the accent again. Oh, I know you did. I know. Well, basically what we used to do is Mr. Bob Iger has said that we can go in and take any furniture from any of the parks, resorts, rides, and make our own home bar. So what pieces of, of uh, what, what do you want to make your bar out of? I figure there's got to be something Skipper Dick Richie's been dreaming of. Hmm. Um. Gosh, I I feel like I would probably do. Um, did he say you could only do two seats though, or can you just do whatever you want? Let's go with that. If you have something better, go ahead and use it. But he did no, say two seats. I just think. Um, I think I would use Doom buggies without that like front. You know the the front part as the chairs. Mm. Um, so you'd be sitting in doom buggies whether you sit with one or two people and you know maybe we even have them rotate so that maybe if you have two people at a table but there's two doom buggies the other doom buggy can rotate to the other table so that then you could have four people at the table um, well, I, what I would use for tables though that's like I feel like you have to have cool things like you don't want to just get a table no Ooh, you I, don't don't I know oh go Ooh. in keeping with your theme for this could be used either as bar or table, both. How about the piano from the Haunted Mansion that plays itself? The ghost plays oh. it. Also, the coffin with the rising top. Me I mean, that would be a little bit, we get a little bit tippy, you know, if you try to put like drinks on it, but maybe you limited how much it raised itself. Well, maybe that would be the thing is when they, if you ordered the drink, let me out. They would put it on the on the uh, side of there the coffin, go. and then when it opened, it would slide down to you. Oh my there gosh! Go. That would be fun. I mean, that would be amazing. I think I... for me, the chairs though would be the the haunted mansion chair that has the ugly looking face thing on hidden it. Hidden Donald, the maroon sure. hidden Donald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And then would you just fill it with like the stuff from the attic? Yeah, all the stuff from the attic and the singing busts and everything. So basically, we're just we're just making a haunted mansion bar. Yeah, that's which pretty is usual. Our dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Sorry. you went that. Um, I'm surprised you didn't go something from the um, Swiss Family. I want. I'm I'm gonna either raid the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. I think that would be so fun to raid and make my own like Swiss Family Robinson bar. I think that would be amazing. That would be cool. That would be very have cool. so many cool items. Um, I would want to somehow try to utilize the, um, you know how they have that water uh, system that does by the paddle wheel, and it. Mm-hmm. I want to somehow f- have it that work so the bar uh, is being fed by that contraption. And uh, the only other thing that comes to mind, though, is I was always such a big Horizons fan, and there was a room the. The, the world of future living and it was basically had like a really cool living room bar set up but that's gone that's been destroyed i can't use that so there's something very similar though you know when you're on when you're leaving space uh, space mountain and you're on the conveyor belt 
and you pass that little scene on the right and there's the robot holding the tray of drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I want that robot holding the tray of drinks and those chairs. I want it to be a nice cohesive set. I think that would be amazing. Hey, right. pretty cool. So mine would go a little different. I like that cohesive set. So, um, let's see. Skipper Richie, I'm going to start with you on this one. The traveling salesman would like to know if he had a bowl of Skittles, and he told you just three were the guys from the e-ticket report. <laughs> would you take a handful? My answer to that is I like M and M's. The e-ticket report. Damn the e-ticket report. Those evil bastards. The E in in e-ticket report stands for evil bastards. It does. It's actually true. You can actually look that up on Wikipedia. Yep. Um, Ian McGregor wants to know, the parks are now draped in Halloween decorations. What's your favorite spooky legend about the Disney parks? Ask Salabona. Um, I like the whole legend of the ghost in Pirates. I'm not that familiar with that one. Oh, it's good. Yeah. What's give me the give me the skinny on that one? Um, Rich, just, I'll let you tell it. Uh, essentially, there was a, I guess one of the guys that was building it died um, during the uh, during the building, and every night they actually say good night to him and like good morning and if they ever mess up yeah. that's usually when the when the attraction goes like crazy and doesn't work and oh really yeah like isn't his name ben or something yeah i don't remember his name i don't know and like was there something the um the center column in the ride like there was some graffiti or something on it that they tried to wash away and it kind of like kept reappearing that was uh, written by him or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the exact details. I, I read about it years ago. but I remember also yeah. like in one of the fire scenes, sometimes there's like a silhouette in the window and sometimes there's not. Mm. And uh, they say that that's usually supposed to be him. Man, that's good. I like that. I never heard that. Yeah. That's like yeah, the three men good. and a baby ghost. Yeah, that, that, um, that kid's creepy looking. Yeah, my favorite is um, definitely that, and I, I don't know necessarily that it's even a legend. Well, I don't know that the, the legend that some people have actually tossed their ashes on the Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's not a legend. That's true. Yeah, people get in trouble for uh, that. They get kicked that out. Is so, that, is a, that is a spooky, that, that to me is, is one. But uh, wouldn't you say Mark's is his that uh, his spooky legend is that he got stuck for four days on the. Uh, oh my god! It's such a lie. <laughs> he's still on it. If you look, if you ask him now, he's still on the ride. Uh, Dan, Dan, uh, Crimson Tide, Dan has suggested he would like to ride. Better Dan. No, no, or was it Colin? Either Colin or Dan. I don't remember who was doing it. Has offered to ride with Mark, and he want they want to ride it with Mark. I didn't remember if it was. Um, Am I invited or is this like bros only? This is bros. Like wiener bros. weekend. Rose. Aren't Rose. you getting ready to have like another wiener camping camp out or something? No, this is a this isn't this isn't wiener camp out. This is regular camp out this oh, weekend. Okay. All genders and ages welcome. But preferably um, wieners. <laughs> probably be eating some wieners, you know. We got a grill. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um 
Getting goofy at Disney would like to know if Disney had a hard ticket haunted event similar to Halloween Horror Nights, would you go? And maybe the Tim Burton Haunted Mansion theme. So would you want to, Would you be more interested in a scary, a scarier party if it was Disney related? Uh, no, it's actually funny because that, like what she described, is essentially what happens at Disneyland instead of not so scary. But it's not scary still. It's just Mickey's Halloween party. Um, and probably no, because I'm I'm just not interested in people popping out and startling me. Yeah, it's not a it's not a universal Disney thing, and I, and I I don't want to say too much because I really do enjoy the Haunted Mansion, but I still don't like wa- watching during like the graveyard scene where they're popping up at you. Like I don't like that portion. I still don't, and that's just and that's the freaking Haunted Mansion. That's like the late you know the tamest haunted attraction you could do. So. Um, no, it's, I would not It's more flight uh, go. than fright. I would not go. I will say the other day we went and I got, we got stopped, you know, in the, um, the new room with all the, um, staircases. Yeah. The Escher room. We got room. stopped there for probably, I mean, it felt like maybe five minutes, but it was probably more just like two or three minutes. But what I, but after it's got, the, it's kind of got the really creepy music and I was in the car by myself I started to get a little freaked out because we just were sitting there. And I'm like, at some point, is somebody going to go running up and down these stairs? You know, just, oh, I was like, maybe somebody's out of the car and they're going to come around and try to scare me. It did not. I did not like it. Did not like it. Um, Jen with two N's would like to know, what's the worst offense in the parks? Is it loud talking, flash pictures on attractions or walking in slow, impassable, huge packs? Ooh. I'm going to go with flash pictures on attractions. I actually stopped being friends with somebody over that. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? We had a we had a we had like a 2 hour like duke it out debate and she's never talked to me since then. You? I can't believe it. I can't believe you had right. Me opinionated yeah. no way. Yeah, we didn't have that exact same thing over a phone about three days ago. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. I'm <laughs> never bringing that up again to Mrs. D. I thought I was um, doing you a favor, buddy, and nope. nope. She, she has no control. Yeah, no. She doesn't. Anyways, um, let's see. I would say, but seriously, in 2016, do you really need to flash anymore to take these pictures? The phone seems to do much better. Without it, doesn't oh, do anything. don't even realize how a flash works. It's important that people should know that a flash is only good from like five to ten feet at the most. Otherwise, yeah. you're just you're gonna yeah, those pictures look terrible. And on the haunted mansion, there's glass, so you're just gonna get a reflection. You're an asshole. Yeah. This is actually very similar to our conversation, by the way. Yeah, I really, really hate the loud talking. Of all rides, it's really the Haunted Mansion that does it. That's the first thing that comes to mind because the stretching room, the loud people in the stretching room, I would rather have people saying the words along with it, which is also annoying. At least I'd rather have that than people that are carrying on regular conversations during it. I have a dream about the stretching room in the Haunted Mansion. This is what I wish we could get people to do and I wish we could make it a thing. One, no talking. I feel like rides should be like movies. Two, if you want to say the words along, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But you don't need to scream, especially if you can't synchronize uh, to scream at the right place. Because people just scream just to scream. And yes. two, what I think we need to do is we need to 
everybody synchronized so that you everybody jumps up and then lands at the same time when all the, when the bones are supposed to hit the bottom. I think that would be hilarious. Because that way it doesn't take a noise and everybody's just having a good time. Alright, so basically I hate everything. <laughs> no, I, I hate the loud talkers. Yeah, I me too. completely agree with you. Yes, it should be like a movie or a library. Just shut the fuck up. Um, I hate flash photography. You're absolutely right. You're not going to get a good photo out of it, so just stop ruining it for everybody. Um, as far as the crowds go, for me, my issue is not necessarily large groups. My biggest pet peeve are the people who just stop in the middle of a walkway to like yeah. look at a map or oh, yeah. tie their shoe That's or whatever. Funny. Like, pretend that you're in a highway. You would never just slam on your brakes in the middle of a highway. You need to move off to the side, use a turn signal, slow down, and, you know, hang out in the emergency lane there. That's it. I have a question for you guys. And the first one that came to mind was the Haunted Mansion. Would you guys be okay with, A, an announcement just outside the, you know, the, the, the first doors, when you're standing outside waiting for the doors to open, with an announcement or a... I don't know, like a video. Would you be okay with something there to remind people to do that? I'd be fine with the cast members staying in character of spooky, bitchy people, shaming people publicly until it eventually became a thing where people knew if you speak, you will be called out and publicly shamed. I feel like it's gotten more hurried getting up there. So I feel like people are kind of quickly getting from line into the mansion and there's a lot of rushing. So I think that plays into it. I, I don't know where they could add like a little bit of just, could they play like a noise or something? Maybe add a scream just outside that will get everybody's attention. I mean, it's like, the same thing with Tower of Terror, that, you know, the initial library room there, people talk and talk and talk over the movie and they do the whole stupid screaming thing. Like, yep. just yeah. shut up. Yeah. <sighs> I wish there were, yeah, I, mm. We need to invent something that is like it's a microphone that traps the audio and then just channels it right back into your own ears. So nobody else hears the noise you're making but yourself. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of like a shock collar that would, that would just that'd be fine. Hurt you. Um, Maybe that Jen? we can implement oh. that into the new uh, magic bands. Yeah. If you yeah. make too much noise or if it recognizes a bright light coming from your arm. <laughs> Jen with two ends has a follow-up. What's just oh. worse to be trapped in the stretching room with? A, Pop Warner cheerleaders, or B, Brazilian tour group? I don't have any problem with... Uh... No, they're both terrible. God, I'm they're both yeah. they're, They both chant and cheer. Yep. I'm going to say worse well, is, the, is the Pop Warner cheerleaders. I'll say the worst are the tour groups, only because they seem to be larger. Yeah, but all they do is go, ole, 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 ole. Those uh, Pop Warner cheerleaders are the ones that get the high-pitched like, scream. And once one of them does it, then it's like dominoes that are all doing it. And oh, no, I like, just yeah. hate everybody equally. And then they're, they're with their moms. Or like They've got that like bitchy mom, I want to speak to a manager haircut. And just all the like makeup they Oh, no, definitely the Pop Warner Friend of the show, Park Hopper Ryan, the flannel Jedi skipper, is a brief harder, and I'm going to sort of 
push it your way, but we can all comment on it. But it's about the um, Tower of Terror oh in Disney's California Adventure. He's a, he says, it starts off with hashtag, yes, I'm annoyed. So just be prepared. Uh-oh. He says, has any ride ever been so thoroughly disrespected as the Tower of Terror at Disney California Adventure? What do you think will be taken away next off the Tower of Terror before the final closure in January? And what's a better send-off, quiet shutdown or piecemeal removal like vultures? I feel like Disney can't win either way. You either complain that the ride's closed and they're charging you a full price of admission, or you complain that, you know, the ride's open and they're taking it apart in front of you. Yeah. What do you think the next will be taken? Good question. What will be next to be taken off? They did the sign. Are they going to do the railings next? I mean, there's not a lot out that you can do off of the front. They'll probably just start building the facade. So maybe what we're gonna, it, maybe it's not what they're taking away, but maybe we're gonna get our own crane. That's the thing. Will Ooh. they get the Disneyland, Disney California Adventure crane? Get a California somebody, Adventure crane. Somebody put up a good point. Can't they at least put Disney ears on top of the crane? I'm like, yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, that would be funny. Can't they make it into a giant cake? No. Oh, they could, I mean, they could do all kinds of stuff. Make it look like a giraffe or, you know, something fun. Not just some yellow beast. Yeah. Um, just a couple more left. Uh, we have Dizwire would like to know, suppose you get a superpower at Disney World, but not flying or invisibility. I don't know why. That's not fair. Um, which one, how did you obtain it, and what would you do? What do you do with it? What are some other superpowers other than flying and invisibility that you okay. want? Okay. This is so easy. This is a superpower I want in general for my life. And it is the ability to control time. So just imagine you had a remote control for time. So you could pause it and move about the world while the world is paused. You can also rewind and fast forward. So very easily you could fast forward through lines and waiting for bars to open or you could pause to, I don't know, be sneaky and explore backstage. Uh, or you can rewind to just make your day last as long as you want. Oh, I love your answer because what I would like to do is keep rewinding and restarting the hours between like five and seven at Animal Kingdom. Those are my two. That's my favorite time period is like evening as the sun's going down. I would just replay that over and over and over. So I would do that. That's a good one. Skip Skipper off? just wants it. I'm just no. I'm just trying to think like he a likes whole... to think about the fans. Yeah, right. I'm just, I'm just like my superpower would be to have a way to stop those effing fans from running. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I um I really like the whole time travel thing but the whole time you were thinking you were talking about it i just kept picturing that twilight zone where he breaks the he, he breaks the clock and are he finally gets his wish but then he breaks his glasses so there would have to be <gasps> some sort of like no right? i hate that episode oh, oh it's, so, it's so heartbreaking something, something no see wrong. see my whole thing is based off of um that show from the 80s out of this world with with evie and she could pause time. So that's where mine comes from. Oh, I thought you meant Twiggy from Buck Rogers. Twiggy, Twiggy, Twiggy. I thought you meant Zach Morris. Evie. 
No, well, that too, but yeah. Zach Morris would do it too. He's good. Um, Dirt Cheap Disney wants to know, Brian wants to know, if you could go to every hard ticket event for free, but that's the only time you're allowed on property, would you do it? No. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't. They don't really get me that interested. The hard ticket events. I think the villain, but the villains thing actually looks kind of cool. They've been going to. They've been showing that a lot. But I don't. I couldn't just just do that. Um, which is your favorite? Chris, uh, Halloween or Christmas? Halloween. And I know you don't even like Halloween, right? You hate Halloween. I don't hate Halloween. It just doesn't get me. I'd rather do Christmas, but oh, man. I, I, don't hate, I don't hate Halloween. I just don't. I don't get into it that much. As a holiday in general, I prefer Christmas, but just for you know nostalgic sake or whatever. But as far as the hard ticket events go, I do prefer Halloween because um, I think the whole costumes and trick or treating aspect adds more than what they offer during the Christmas party because it's basically the same thing minus trick-or-treating and costumes so yeah yeah i would say that too it doesn't change that much for the christmas one i mean it's mostly mm -hmm. and they, they actually do the christmas parade for during the day a couple times too so yeah um well and uh, i was gonna say that's what i like about out here is that for halloween it's actually the haunted holidays so you get a little bit of both a little christmas yeah. a little halloween it's pretty good that is pretty cool. I do like that. Yeah. Even though I don't hate Halloween, I just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. But I, I don't. Last have, year, you were pretty happy. Like you're like, oh, I don't I'm so a, glad Halloween's finally over. I don't have a dislike for it though. But it feels like to me, and honestly, it feels like it's already over. I've been like I've been seeing already so much of it. It feels like it should be over already. Well, it's because Universal celebrates Halloween from the middle of the summer till <laughs> you know, True. till uh. It is here a lot. Yeah, we yeah. do get a lot of it down here because of that. Um. Let's see. Um, Troy at Disney used to be one year at Disney. Uh, he is the one. He actually bought the first ever ass uh, boner T-shirt. Oh so yay! He, nice. Uh, yeah, one year. He wants to know what day of the week should he wear his ass boner T-shirt to get maximum exposure and photo ops. Holy not crap. weekend though. This is not weekend. What day of the week? Thursday. Um, yeah, definitely Thursday would be good. Thursday. That works for and, me. Um, I did say I was when, I, when I did when he bought it. He did. I did say I would go over and try to meet up with him. So uh, send me a direct message with your with details. I'll definitely. I definitely would like to come try to get a a picture with the shirt. So, yeah, you guys got to get a drunkie wearing that shirt. That's yeah, awesome. I know. Let I want to get a picture with the cat who has the thong. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And he also wants. Um, he wants Skipper. He wants to know if we can make a supercut of. Um, Char cursing. Just something about her voice and cursing makes him happy. <laughs> so, sure. I guess if he asks for it, let's do it. Uh, Char, hit it. Shut the fuck up, it's Char from the great white north, motherfucker. Scaring Yankees, make a more scatter forth, motherfucker. We go through all this trouble to collect all these fucking dirty ass pine cones. Come at me, I'll wipe the floor with you here in the Disney store. For what? So some fucking wanker in California can rub his fancy ass pineapple drink in our goddamn faces? You see, I just don't give a fuck. I'm on a bus and real Canuck. Do you hear what the fuck I am saying right now? Oh, you thought that I was sweet like some maple syrup. Son of a bitch! Slapping Lady Liberty. Yeah, I'm fucking her up. This is fucking bullshit. I'll take his motherfucking back scratcher and shove it where the sun don't fucking shine. Well, fuck. Till next time, Skipper Dick Ritchie. This is Char from the Canada Disney Store. Thanks for nothing, Drunko.
So, um, Bay Lake Spence would like to know, looking forward to Food and Wine Festival, or nah, if you could add new countries to Food and Wine, which would you like to see? India. Ooh, India would be good. Um, I am looking forward to it, but I, I do want to go on a Friday, and I just looked, and my Fridays are really bad this year. Um, so I'm really struggling on when I want to go. So I really do not want to go. I, I want to build it up into one big day. I don't want to go like five times and spend $50 each. I want to go like do one really big day. So I want to find a time when I can go during the week. And so I am kind of looking forward to it, and I, but I just want to do it right. And it's I'm, I'm very frustrated right now with my calendar in making it work on a day that's going to be awesome. So right now I'm frustrated, uh, Spence. That's, that's my answer is I'm frustrated on figuring out when to do it. When is yours uh, in California, Skipper? When do they do that? Uh, they do it usually in like – it's more of a spring. Yeah. It's a spring thing. So almost um, – I want to say after – or maybe even towards the end of when you guys do Flower and Garden. Because ours is pretty short. They just do it for like a week or yeah. two. It's not a... It's not a maybe, two month Yeah, it's, it's a few days. It's not, it's not it's a not season. A, yeah. The, the season. Um, let's see. Just a couple... Just two more left. Uh, if you could dress up as anything for Mickey's Not So Scary, what would it be? And where would you hide the keg? <laughs> Wait, what? Queen of Hearts, my belly. Yeah. <laughs> or Ursula, my belly. I don't know. I mean, you, you have to hide a keg somewhere, I'm just saying. I would hide it. I did it. I did this once as I used one of those baby carriers that wear on your chest, and I put the mini keg in there. So I would maybe do something where you're carrying a baby. So maybe the guy from – I would dress up as the guy from uh, Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover, and then I could use the <laughs> kegerator as the baby. And then that's where I would put the keg. Oh, it's so creepy. I think I would go as uh, the old man, Carl, from Up, and then I would float the keg above me in a bunch of balloons. That just, seems to defy physics. Uh, who cares? I can do whatever I want. It's Disney. What if, what if you did Carl, but you somehow made his cane, like there was like a keg in the base, and the entire cane part was a straw? And so you could like just keep leaning over and like sucking out of the cane. I just think it would be cool to have a keg a cane swimming in the air. I just think that mine is more physically sound. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm not worried about physics. <laughs> okay. Um, the final ask seller boner is uh, they I it's asking um, when I, I went to dinner tonight and at the. The place where I went, Tijuana Flats, they do for an extra Taco dollar. Tuesday. Yeah, they do for a dollar right now. Um, they make them pink, and the tortillas, and it, they don't, and they donate it to breast cancer um, research. So he wants to know. Um, speaking of pink tacos, would a pink taco complement or overpower a sour boner? I think That's if you correct. wrap your sour boner in a juicy pink taco, then you're oh doing it God. right. So I was also at Tiona Flats today because we do Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. And our Tiona Flats is not doing that. It's simply they like say, hey, you want to round your charge up the nearest dollar. And that difference goes toward breast cancer research, charity, what have you. So I did that because I'm a good human being. 
Um, but my tacos were of normal color. Really? They don't do the, the, the thing? Hmm. I was not given that opportunity. Interesting. Would you have done it? Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that is the final Ask Sour Boner. And that was your Sour Boner thing. Any final thoughts before we head off into the uh, wild blue yonder? Um, Rianne, you said you're coming down this weekend? I'm coming up this weekend, yes. Coming up this weekend. So, so should we plug the thing? That's what I was thinking. Uh, first off, Thursday, I'm going to be at um, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar for the opening ceremonies, the call to adventure for Adventures in Charity, which is where... They, um, on Saturday, Rhiannon and I will be there. Um, it's the Adventures in Charity is where a bunch of the actors that used to be at the Adventurers Club all get together and do a performance for charity. Oh, wow. And that is Saturday night. So we're going to be there beforehand um, signing books and hopefully selling some. If you haven't picked one up yet, come by and get one. But then stay for the show. Um, you buy, can buy tickets at adventuresincharity.org. And yeah, it's all a bunch of the, a bunch of the actors that used to be in the Adventures Club. Now they are still acting, and they're going to put on a a fun performance. That's pretty and cool. If you do choose to come by and purchase one of our books, um, portions of the proceeds will also go to charity. So you can get an awesome book and be doing a good deed at the same time, much like a pink taco. Yes, thank you, Rhiannon. You're welcome. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. I try. I try. That's the spirit. I try every now and then to be a decent person. Um, Skippity Gritchie, what do you got going on? Uh, Probably going to Disneyland on Sunday. Or I mean on Saturday. You had like a a rough patch where you didn't go very often. And now you're kind of making up for it. Yeah, well, I just, you know, it was work and family coming to visit and all kinds of nonsense but yeah you know it's it's the summer's over and i'm getting more free time to do what i want to do and i like going to disneyland so i think that's yes. what i'm doing on i think that's what i'm doing on saturday i'm not exactly sure but i'm pretty sure pretty sure that's what's going if on if you go will you please get a drunkie of you standing in front of the hollywood tower well what was the hollywood tower of terror with no sign please yeah for sure that would be great thank you for sure and I'll uh, take a haunted tiki mug. If they have one, yeah. I will get you one. Woo! Now, in all seriousness, Skipper, which way are you? Have you tried drinking out of it? Which it looks—it's an awkward way the hole is. How is it? Is no, it feel so better than it looks? It's, you're supposed to drink it out. You're supposed to drink from it with a straw to start off with. Oh you yeah. Don't, you don't tip it. You, you suck it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just asking you to put it up to your lips and suck. Sounds good. Okay, good night, guys. <laughs> you, you said you wanted one. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. Well, let's make I'll the, the privacy of my own home. That's fine. I'll come over. Uh, so, any last thoughts? Or, or are we gonna? Right, right now, I see a giant haunted mansion tiki mug are you coming sure? down. Are you sure you don't see Ben Bowers <laughs> singing? His own version of a friend like me. What? Really? I haven't heard this one yet. <laughs> Nobody has. I have not heard it either. <gasps> it says, was... "Good day, Skipper. Hope all is well, my friend." 
Wait, that sounds like a Nigerian. Can you do prince. it in the accent though, please? I really can't. I I, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it in English. That sounds like a Nigerian prince. So no, wait, it's it's drama day coming down on the final float. Yep. He's got a second song, a cover of a friend like me. Um, I haven't even heard it. So today's going to be the first time for everybody, including myself. Um, it's going to be great. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Down with the e-ticket report. <laughs> Especially that damn Derek Bergen. Derek Bergen! Next week, I'll be in a different house. Yay. Yay, new house. Yay! Well, this bar has got about 40 beers, and I could drink about a thousand ales. A drunk he's here, so let's all say cheers. He's got a service too that never fails. You got some power in that cocktail now. Some heavy spirits mixing in that drink. You want some gin, whiskey, and tequila? Well, the combination will not work, I think. Then I'll say, Skipper Dick Richie, sir, what will your pleasure be? I might forget your order and fall down. Why don't you come and have a drink with me? Ho, ho, ho! Now here's a restaurant, so grab a mater D. Come on and tell him what it is you want. Sit down and have another drink with me. Yes, sir, we need some table service. I'm not drunk. I feel just fine. Say what you wish. It's yours now. Drink. How about a little drop of sparkling wine? Here's a great IPA, and now I need to pee. I'm in the mood for drinking, dude. Come on and have another beer with me. Oh my, it ain't fun, no, no, Temple Lounge, yeah, yeah, gotta drink a back scratcher, should we now drink this, can we now drink that, should we find drunky, and wear pith hats, so the girls go, woo, now looky here. Let's go to Abracadabra, make a wish, no Patrick Harris maybe will appear. So now you sit there, slack-jawed, buggy-eyed, I think we need to go and get some air. But now my glass is empty, can't believe my eyes, I think I see you back out over there. I got a powerful urge to order now, so what you want, I really want to know. There's a queue that's three miles long, no doubt, and all the garnish stock is but that's warm, oh no. But now Rhiannon's here, have a drink or two or three. She's rather fond of Vindumont. Why not have another drink, have another drink? Let's go have another drink, have another drink. Come on, have a, another drink with me. Have another drink with me.